0: Welcome back to the Let's Be Friends podcast. Back with us today is the hilarious Bobby Sausalito, who you may know as Take Naps. Bobby is a comedian, political commentator, and the host of the podcast, The Bobby Sauce Show, a show to make you laugh, cry, think, and execute to be a truth distributor. I'm excited to have you back today. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we're still friends because I know both of us have uh, lost some friends lately.
1: Yeah. Well, well <laughs>
0: it's, friends. It's yeah, that's what I was
1: gonna say. We, we, we don't know what what is a friend anymore. I was just talking with my actual real friend about this just this weekend. So it's it's always good to. I think it's I think it's important that that we know where people are in our in our friend category, but also understand that you can disagree with somebody and still have a love for them. So yeah. I wish more people did that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. No, I mean, I reached, I had so much fun talking with you last January when you came on Let's Be Friends the first time. And I saw your content a couple of weeks ago and it really like, I was like, oh, this hits my heart. Like, it looks like you're saying uh, the road to personal empowerment and truth is paved with fair weather friends. When you speak out, have an opinion and are selective with your time, you realize what the real meaning of friend actually is. And you also are talking about how I'm not going to live in a fantasy to retain followers. I'm not going to pretend like there is a plan to retain followers. I'm not going to ignore what I'm seeing to retain followers. And I was like, oh, he's talking about Donald. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I may I my you know, I I had a huge awakening in 2020. Before that, I was making memes about Donald and I hated him. He was public any me, number one, opening yep. my heart up to him really brought me into the rabbit hole and woke me up into what was going on in this world. And I was like, oh, fake news is right. He's not so bad. But I kept going in the rabbit hole. And I was like, oh, they're all part of this game. The whole world's a stage. So now and now I'm just like starting to make content about that. And if I made my first like post about Donald and I lost 500 followers in like a couple hours. So yep. then I had, I had to make a reel, made the reel, post started like, they started dropping. And I was like, oh, I don't know about the reel. Went to one of my other accounts, did the same thing. Another 500 gone. I've never seen anything like it
1: yep so, yeah it's uh, it's unfortunate um I think that you know the the reason that people liked us followed us in the first place in a lot of ways was because we were saying the things that other people didn't want to say and in in addition to that you know there was kind of like a there was kind of like an empty space for people that were saying things that people um, that people on our side, I suppose you could refer to it as just for the sake of the conversation, um, weren't hearing. So there was a lot of people that would follow pretty much anybody that was reiterating things that pertain to them and was staying on top of these issues, because there was so little and we all wanted to show love and support. At the time, our leader was Trump. Whether we liked it or not, this was the person that had the right the right ideas, the right ideals, was in control, and was doing things that were beneficial to us. So we all naturally just unanimously agreed, "This is the dude. This is the person that's the tip of the tip of the spear for us." Generally speaking, um, so we all kind of followed along. But then now as there's all these fracturing, as there's all this fracturing, people that could have liked us all the way along the way, we're starting to see kind of the holes in their game and they're seeing the perceived holes in our game. And it's like, when you mentioned this guy or that there may be another person that may be better, or if you at the very least call out the mistakes that he's made so that he could become better because we are holding him accountable, People just don't want to hear it. They would rather go to Miami and stand on the side of the road with a, with a sign and yell and take pictures with each other <laughs> and be like, Trump is our guy. And it's like, but what about all the bad things that he did? I'm not saying that I don't support him, but yeah. are we just going to pretend like this didn't happen? And unfortunately, they can't handle it. And the only thing that they can do is to say that we are simps or that we are or somehow disloyal or turned our back or whatever, when in reality... They are certainly acting in more of a cultish way. And and the way that and the way that they're behaving, they're blind to their own actions. And it's like I can't tell you how many times I've seen a picture of Trump like riding a lion, you know, on the dark side of the moon, like slaying a dragon in the last (laughs) few weeks. And it's like, oh, I'm the simp because I'm saying, how, do, how about we hold him and all of the other candidates accountable? They're like, no, he's a lion sorcerer. He's the second coming of Batman, Superman, and a Lion Tamer. Into it's like, all right, guys, best of luck with that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I I really like. I mean, I talk about all sorts of things. I'm calling out pharma. I was talking, about calling out the pandemic. I'm calling mind programming the occult, Hollywood, all sorts of things. But nothing gets a response like talking about Donald in this way. And it, it goes both ways. I've been. I was a liberal. I fell into the conservative. Now I'm just kind of like. Ah, I'm just sort of watching this thing right now. And you know, like I think Donald's hilarious. I, I yeah. think he's entertaining. I like. I'd sit down and. I bet he's a lot of fun to hang out with, you know, or whatever. Yep. But way better than who we have with. Sleepy Joe up on stage, but he's it's all it's the plan is literally what he's doing. It's like Trump, like pull the rings this way. And then everybody follows him and they, or they just like listen to him like a ringmaster almost. And you also said this, I get the most insane DMS now for not worshiping Donnie. It would be just so much easier to say nothing or just support his every move no matter what. They're yep. not even listening to what I'm saying. They just smell anything but eternal loyalty and they lash out. It just it's crazy. Like I I was I've when I made my posts about him and mine were kind of like just saying first it was just like a tweet, he's playing both sides. Then the other post I made was him with Jazane Maxwell and be like, hey, were these guys friends 15 years ago? I mean, I know they severed ties, but everybody did with Epstein 15 years ago. But that was like when I started getting DMs, we were like, fuck you, instant unfollow. Oh, no, I'm going to expose the truth about you. You're actually a trans invert and you and Matt Walsh and Starbucks are I mean, like literally insane. I'm like, this is crazy. So you got some crazy messages too?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. Because, because because the easiest position to hold right now is you did the hard work of realizing that this guy was better than what we had. And you've already done that. And you believe that generally speaking, you know, you were behind him. So to remain behind him is very easy because you already were there. And not only were you there, you saw how many tens of millions of people also were there yeah you got social validation from the people in your circles that saw it your way as opposed to the biden way and it was like there was only two factions who's with me and who's not with me now that there's other people to entertain the easiest thing to do is just stick to where you already were because if somebody tells you something about desantis or if somebody tells you something about whatever it's enough to be like well it's really easy for me to stick with Trump. I like his personality. He did a good job most of the time. Everybody likes him, continues to like him. I'm getting socially validated in circles by just being like, nope, Donnie's our guy. I don't trust, insert whatever name. <laughs> so it's easy. it's easy. It's the easiest position to hold. Just like the easiest position to hold in 2020 was anybody but Trump. And yeah. just like the position in 2016 was anybody but Trump. Very simple. So it's like people, like I was just in an Uber earlier today. And this guy was asking me because I told him I'm a political comedian. He was like, he was asking me about DeSantis. Why do I think DeSantis is good? And why, you know, what is, what, why would I suggest that he's good? And why, why not Trump? Because he was like saying all the same things that every single person I talk to that is involved, but not really, really involved says, well, you know, Trump is getting persecuted. That must mean such and such. And DeSantis, well, does anybody, I heard Soros supports him. Everybody keeps saying that. <laughs> It's like, did you watch the video of Soros, or did you did did you watch what he actually said? So it's just like the easiest position to hold is to just stick and and people are upset. And it's like it's like you look to us at least people online look to us to do that work. You know when i when I was had a full-time job that wasn't this, I didn't have enough time to do political stuff all day. Now I consume probably 10 to 20 times what the average American citizen consumes politically. I'm seeing a hundred times as much stuff as the person that's walking down the street. So it's like if you, when I thought I was politically in the know, I was consuming maybe two and a half hours of political content a week, which I would consider probably is in the top 10 percentile of all American citizens. Yeah. So it's like now I'm consuming... 10 times that. I'm consuming 25, 35, 40 hours of political content, reading, listening, podcast weekly. So I see the the ebbs and flows of it. I see what each individual one says. It's like how many people have watched all five uh, you know every speech that they gave and read every article about them on either side. It's like mm-hmm. you have to look to, you have to look to people like us that are investing the time for a different viewpoint. And it's like if you were only had your foot in the water it would be very easy to be like, I don't trust DeSantis. I don't like his face. I don't like his wife. I don't like his blah, blah, blah. He's not charismatic. Trump is funny. It's like, or I heard my buddy said X, Y, and Z. Oh, these supports Soros. Oh, I heard Hillary Clinton supports him. It's like, you didn't even take the time to look into it. I did. I'm not saying I'm right, but it's like, here's 35 reasons why this is not the case. And most people don't have a person that's willing to say that to them or does say that to them. And if they do dare say it online where it can be recorded and distributed, Mm -hmm. they get a negative feedback for it. So the easiest thing that you could do is be like Trump 2024. He's my guy. Everybody else is a globalist, Rhino, whatever. And just keep on chugging along and then be like, Buy this Trump 2024 t-shirt and everybody else is a simp and everybody else is this and and lash out at every other person because you don't want to take the time to look into it. Or if you did look into it, formulate a legitimate argument that not only attacks the person that you don't like, but justifies all the bad things that he did. But nobody wants to do that. So there's like 1% of people that are actually actually saying the stuff that really matters, in my opinion, and everybody else to me is, is showing the weakness of their cards. And it's sad to see because I'm unfollowing people that I really like that. I just am like, this person is only doing this to sell more t-shirts. And it kills me because, because I think that a lot of people are grifting off of it that don't really care so much about the country. And the sad reality of it is if you were to re if you were to build your entire brand on Trump, like so many people pretend like me and other people did when we didn't, It's like, if you say anything that goes against Trump and you go to Mar-a-Lago or you know him personally, or you're connected to people that like him, you lose your friend group, you lose your ticket to Mar-a-Lago and you lose your t-shirt sales. Now you're cannibalizing A, your own audience and B, your monetary flow. So you're going to, you're going to cannibalize your friend group, your ticket, and you're going to be disloyal and you're going to lose followers and you're going to lose money. So are you going to do that? Of course not. So they're like, nope. Trump they don't care and the, they won't hold them accountable and as a result what it means that they're doing in my opinion is they're putting themselves and their own money ahead of the country yep. and the reason why people like me and and people like you actually do this i do it because i care about the country i felt weird even trying to push my own merch in recent months specifically for that purpose and it's like i'm my my interactions are very clear and when people are buying merch they're not buying it because of of anything other than they want to support the creator but i still have been less likely to push it simply because it bothers me so much that other people will sell a trump shirt just because they don't want to they don't want to cannibalize their audience and cannibalize their money and they'll post every they'll post every sensational thing that's absolutely disgusting and be like isn't this gross patriots trump 2020 and like and sell you the next thing and it's like do you really care about the country or are you just making this a business and entertainment and that's what kills me because that's why i do it because i really care about the country only above me above my money above anything else that is the main thing and i think i'm starting to see a lot of people that don't do that and they're the first people to be like you're a simp for not supporting our guy okay
0: well, I'm. I just want to be better friends with you because of what you're doing. I am inspired by it. I'm encouraged by it. I think that it's awesome. Like I, literally, like. I mean, I'm definitely not doing it as hard as you are because I'm just kind of like, a, ah, listen to what I say, blah blah blah. Whatever I'm doing online, <laughs> and you're you're like doing this political research. You know what's going on. You like, you know like this is what you do, and and I love it. And I so I did just my little Trump things because you know I just like to. I guess I like to kind of like irk the waters or whatever. And I was like, oh, what is going? Ah oh, and all these people are leaving. Okay, whatever. And then I literally saw your content and I was like, oh, "He's going through it too." Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah. And then like you just kept going on it and like, and saying stuff. And I loved it. Like you, you posted this thing about, uh, well, first you said, this is so funny. Trust the plan, bro. Was like, <laughs> there is no plan. Like, are yep. you literally existing on the literal earth? Holy Christmas, Batman, beam me up, Elon. I'm done. Like, it's just so funny. Like trust the plan. Like people actually still say like, trust the plan. It's like unbelievable yep. to me. And then you posted this president Trump awards, presidential com- accommodations to operation warps, team and even fauci got an award and it's like i -hmm. was trying to say people like remember he was pushing the vaccine don't you remember about that wait didn't you wake up to what was going on in 2020 you didn't get the vaccine and trump pushed it but wait you're still it's okay there's trump's all right we're still with him and then this he gave a an award to fauci and then i was like looking googling that and it was like from the hill fauci's boss praises trump for Breathtaking Operation Warp Speed COVID vaccine development. NIH Director Francis Collins praised the Trump administration's efforts to quickly develop a COVID-19 vaccine. Have people forgotten? Or is this part of the plan?
1: Yeah. Well, see, that, but that's the problem is that it's like people will do upside down, inside out gymnastics to find some way to justify this on his behalf without him him justifying it it's like you'll just point you'll point out a literal thing that happened and they will fall out of a tree and be like no they're like he just he didn't even give the award it's just an (laughs) award he doesn't care about awards it's not even him it's like who who's saying that are you saying that or is he saying that did he say he just gave the word by accident Then why did he give him the award? He's the most powerful person on the planet. Did he have to give him an award? Did somebody have a gun to his head about the award? Why did he give him the award? It's like, you're full of shit. And yeah. I'm, and I'm fucking sick of it because all they can do is act like children, act like the exact same people that they pretend that they're better than and smarter than, and they're all they can ha- all they can do is post a picture of Trump doing pull ups on top of a, on top of a dragon on on, the, on fucking <laughs> Venus, and it's like, yo, you guys are sad. I feel bad for you, and all they can do is make fun of us for for actually pointing out the stuff that's really there, and it's unfortunate because. If you can't hold him accountable, it's like I've I've said it a thousand times but it doesn't matter cuz they don't care. I would supp- I would vote for him again and I don't not support him. Yeah. But if you're going to sit here and pretend like this guy is playing a hundred dimensional upside down chess and not point out the things that he did wrong and just say that you're a loser or you're less of a man because you're daring to question your <laughs> god, then I'm sorry uh-huh. but like you're you're missing the point of all this stuff and they are so blindly loyal to this guy they just want to eat a piece of chocolate cake in a golden room and sip from the golden chalice and kiss his shoes and it's like i'm not saying that i don't think that the guy did a lot of great things but if you're gonna pretend like these things didn't happen like there's this revisionist history like we're making something up it's it's sad and they'll point out all the stuff that desantis did they'll post a video of desantis talking about the juice on march 15th and they'll be like look desantis said that. and it's like desantis is passing anti-cbdc laws and anti-mask forcing laws anti-juice forcing laws anti all this stuff child grooming laws coming back at disney doing all of these objectively good things this guy's a globalist. This is the guy that's bad because your because you're God, your Lord and Savior told you to hate him now? Did you say that six months ago? Of course you didn't. It's like everybody that says that somebody else is a simp is projecting. When people say stuff about other people like that, they're exposing themselves. It's a big total projection game. And every single thing that they say about other people is how they feel about themselves. And I feel bad for them generally because that's all that they can come up with is Ron's a loser. He's a meatball. He's stupid. He's sorrow this puppet and it's like trump took a million dollars from pfizer trump trump hired a pharmaceutical lobbyist to run hhs trump was the one that instituted the most the most totalitarian lockdown in american history he's the one that financed pfizer and moderna and all these guys that became billionaires all this stuff happened under his watch i don't give a shit if you if you were winning the game by a thousand fucking points at the last 60 seconds of the fourth quarter you blow it what the fuck I'm just gonna go and say I'm gonna say let's start another game and not pre- and pretend like that didn't happen. And then anybody that says it is some type of simp. It's like no, you want to fucking eat, you want to eat a golden slice of cake and a steak in Trump in in the in the Trump Palace and be his and be his best friend. And you're afraid that if you say anything about it, that he's gonna cut you out because he will. And yeah. he'll make fun of and he'll he'll make fun of people that were leaders in the movement that defended him at every corner like Kaylee McInerney for some yeah. dumb shit ass reason. It's like you guys are embarrassing. It's like you're not holding him accountable because you're a fucking sycophant. You you can't stand but to think something differently than the horse that you that than the horse you hitched your wagon to. And they're mad at us because we're actually looking into it. And it's like if you have yeah. a legitimate excuse for all these things that he did, let's hear it because I want him to be better by holding him accountable. And all they can come up with is you're a loser, you're less of a man. He's a meatball. Soros. Hillary Clinton likes him. It's Jeb Bush. It's like okay, guys. <laughs> it's like fine. Unfollow me. I don't I don't care anymore mic drop <laughs> it's I so love insane it.
0: no I love hearing you, g- you like, s- say this and like talk like this because it's just like I feel this way too and it's just I can't understand why people don't see it except my programming is, is very real and it's idolatry they're idolizing the guy and he's become their savior it's a savior complex and if you go and say that to them they'll get upset too and I and I love all the stuff that you said too that's like he the, fi- the connection with Pfizer he brought in uh, the pandemic he brought down the lockdown codes like Operation Warp Speed I've been looking at, like, this other angle of him and his connection with uh, the, the fashion industry and Trump modeling and elite management with John Casablanca, a known sexual offender and pedophile, and um, also John Luck Burnell, who worked for M2M Modelings, who sent Epstein, like, supposedly, like, a thousand girls shipped to him. Like, these guys were literally, like, going into these fashion... Um, areas and bringing in girls i think they were just trafficking them and picking them to send them out and i just the last episode i put out was called menage trump all about connect the thread that ties john casablanca's trump and epstein together and i i was just like trump like literally would go to these um look of the year um contests that elite management uh john casablanca's would put on where they would judge these girls these 15 year old girls that come strut their stuff around them and then the um the New York magazine article Girl Crazy came out about John Casablancas exposing what he was doing like dating Stephanie Seymour when she was 16 years old bringing these girls in his office making them undress, basically like weighing them measuring them taking pictures getting collateral abusing them getting them in the system and Donald Trump was friends with Casablanca Donald Trump Trump, like even had Casablanca go on to um, his Trump like resort Brazilian company as one of the board of directors and he sent Ivanka at when she was 13 years old to John Casablanca seven 17- years after the Girl Crazy article came out, where everybody in New York knew what John Casablanca was doing with young girls, Trump still sent his daughter, who he's made so many inappropriate comments about, and the pictures where she's sitting on his lap in all these weird ways. And I'm just like, can we all just talk about this and look at this? Yeah, Trump severed ties with Epstein 15 years ago like everybody else, because that was when he first had allegations put at him. But can we please at least take a look at this? And then the stuff you're talking about that just happened in the last few years, and people still love him.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like, even even if I will say this, any any person that's been in the public eye for all this time and is connected to all these people, like you could you could find a you could find a thread that would make Elon Musk look like a a demon sorcerer. You could find you could find a thread that would make him look that like he's good. And I think that generally speaking, over the course of an entire lifetime, there's a lot of connections that could be drawn. So. Whether or not what you're saying is, is true and valid and, and, and of concern is certainly a possibility equally as much as it's not. And to look into it is certainly a good thing with absolute certainty. I'm, I'm for that. Yeah. But if, if we even take all of that out and we just say, forget every single thing that could possibly, every, every breadcrumb that could exist, and we look at what we all just saw with our own two eyes. It's like, here's the things that are objectively in the light. And if we get rid of everything else and we just say, here's the person and here's what happened just in regards to these specific things, I think that that in and of itself is enough to at the very least discuss and criticize. We could look backwards into anybody's life and and probably draw a very questionable thread or people that they're connected to. So I don't want to suggest anything that I can't prove. However, if you look at the things that happened in the last couple of years, look, I was, I didn't know what was going on with the juice and, and the lockdowns and stuff when that happened. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like this guy needs to know and be able to for and forecast the entire future. However, have you heard him say at all that creating the juice was a mistake? Have you heard him at all say that the lockdowns were a mistake? Have you heard him at all say anything about that? No and but DeSantis has and i'm not here to just to simp for DeSantis i'm not here to push him but i'm just saying if you if you're going to say that one guy is better DeSantis was objectively with absolute certainty on paper better in the lockdown than Trump was there is no denying that yet they are pretending like that is not the case and it's like it just makes me so frustrated that they are, are revising history and mm-hmm. and coming up with all of these loopholes and pretend narratives as to why he was better and it's like Governor Kemp opened Georgia and Trump comes out and says, you shouldn't do that, I don't like that. We gotta keep it locked down. He says he saved 100 million lives. He says all this stuff to this day. He never turned back and said that that was wrong. I don't believe that the guy doesn't care about the country. I don't believe that he's orchestrating some 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 demonic ritual. I think that he does care about the country. I think that he did a, did a great job most of the time, but to pretend like he's without fault and that he's the best candidate forever and that he deserves it because we like him and to not, at, at the very least, discuss the things that happened and hold him accountable from now till the midterm, to me, is a complete L, a complete loss. And And for people that are supposed to be Free thinking and caring about the country to not, at the very least, talk about it—the things that really happen that we can prove—to me is just so frustrating, and, and the fact that they're going to say they're going to then insult each other and come at us for just pointing it out—it's yeah. like, yeah, it would have been a lot easier for me to be like Trump twenty twenty four guys, yeah. and I could have sold some T-shirts exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. And but we're the but we're the ones that are brand- got it. Like okay. yeah.
0: No, I know. I'm like, this isn't going to be very good for my membership, but I'll go ahead and put this episode out. And I, and I appreciate what you said, too, that if you dig up anybody's past, you could pull things out. People have done it to me over yeah. and over again. Like, look at her. She's an Illuminati member. Throw her name into the Gematria finder. She's whatever. And and it, and in Trump's <laughs> yeah. defense, you know, like, let's just things to, to look at and question. I'm not definitely not accusing him of anything, but it's always, yeah. to me, I'm like, let's look at who people were friends with. And yeah, we can definitely change who we were friends with. I and mean, I think Donald Trump has definitely kind of swung with the pendulum when it comes to groups. What you know, I mean, right. Republican, Democrat, whatever. But, um, but, you know, I guess it's just all part of the plan. It's a bigger plan than maybe <laughs> anybody can really see. And you said this, um, if anybody dares to actually point out the actual truth about what's happening or dare to question anything at all, people can't even handle it. People are so in the matrix, they don't even realize there's a secondary matrix after the red pill. They're so awake, they can't even see beyond the first thing they see after they get red pilled. That's so true.
1: Yes. Big time. Yeah. Because, because they're like, because, and that's why they keep falling into the trust, the plan trap where they're like, it's like they, they took the red pill. They're like, maybe that we don't know how the pyramids were built. We don't know how those were really put together. We don't know why there's laser cut, laser cut limestone bricks in in we in in uh in ancient sites around the world we don't know how there's a how there's a vat of liquid mercury in a in a pyramid in Mexico we don't know how they were able to map the stars before they said that we understood complicated math they don't we don't understand how they were able to map the heavens and all these different patterns since before when we were supposed to be hunter-gatherers we don't know how there's water damage on the Sphinx in Egypt. We don't know how we don't understand that the that the pole, that the North Pole shifted and there was once a bunch of pyramids built on different sides of the world where you could have never traveled from one to the other that were built in the same style, pointing to the same place, in the same dimensions. We don't know that stuff. So it's like once you get past the initial thing where it's like, all right, it's bullshit. Maybe you take some magic mushrooms, maybe you smoke some weed, maybe you maybe you do neither. You just do a little bit of research. You look at nine eleven. Once <laughs> you're in there, once they're in there, it's like there's another layer to it yep. where it's like, okay, once you're on the other side, there's a bunch of people that are snakes in the grass there. Yeah. And they're the people that are trying to sell you some, some bullshit and be like, everything's a plan, Q17. Oh, just do it. <laughs> It's on the message board and it's like, there's demons, there's like, there's snakes in the grass everywhere and there's a secondary pill beyond it, which is like, I can trust nobody and I have to independently validate every single thing that I see because- Now that I'm on the side of the truth, Mm -hmm. it's like there's other people telling you the not truth there. And I went to this event recently, and it's like every single person there is like a well-meaning American that like took the red pill and realized that they're on the right side of it, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. But now that they're there, whatever insert I insert person with the microphone says, they're like, yep. And they literally are they literally said. Donald J. Trump is anointed by God. You lead the country and, and he has a plan and these people will say with a straight face, right to my face, an inch away from me will be like Trump intentionally, intentionally lost the 2020 election so that the military could be in charge and that he's (gasps) secretly running a shadow military operation. That's exposing all these people. And I, and like by the end of this weekend, I was like, yo, fuck these people. It it makes me infuriated that they're going to act like I'm stupid because I'm not fuck. I'm not following like a Nancy drew mystery on some, on some 4chan board and and sitting here LARPing at this event, pretending like I know what's going on. Meanwhile, they're selling me some super secret magical potion. Oh, just take a, just take these, this protein powder and eat this mysterious potion. And it'll, it'll cure your back pain and you'll lose 20 pounds. It's like, there's so many snakes and, and and then they're like selling you some shirt that's like Trump, Trump only. It's like it's like, do you guys care? Do you guys care about the country? Do you care about the country? Do you care about do you care about the future citizens of America? And I believe that that the that the the first part of it is true. They care about America. They want to care about yeah. the future generations. They want to be a part of it. And they but they know that they don't know what they don't know. And they and because of that reason, they'll fall for anything. And there's people, as much as I hate it, that are in there praying on them and they're pretending like if you just sit back and stick your thumb up your ass and wait till 2024 that trump is just going to somersault out of a black hawk helicopter and <laughs> fucking save everybody and it's like no you need to pay attention guys you need to hold this dude accountable for the shit that he said and did and you can't sit here and, and pretend that he's fucking anointed by god and these guys will come up on the stage and they'll be like Donald a. Trump was appointed by God. Everybody, let's do a prayer together. Father, sit, protect President Trump. Protect him and, and have him save our country. Okay, guys, buy my fucking protein powder or some bullshit. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Because they're intertwining God, religion, religion trump and a transaction and it's like you can be religious you can like trump and you can have a transaction but if you're going to intertwine and interweave these things together as if they are all one thing and you're going to get me to pray and then sell me a pill fuck you and i'm sick of people doing that and it makes me so angry because you have 50 to 70 year old women an outsized amount of women that are the and then and then and then elderly veterans that are like yes and it's really unfortunate because they're getting preyed on and it makes me sick.
0: Wow. My cheeks hurt so bad from laughing like so hard when you were just saying all that. Like I'm just like this is real? Like literally like it is people real. it just like I'm it blows my mind like Trump was anointed by God to do this yes. and and just like you said like the intertwining of religion and politics and then selling something it just doesn't feel right at all. It, it's crazy. You have this quote about the media. In a world of abundant information and access, he who controls this information flow controls the minds of many, the news media is the thought center of the collective mind constantly planting seeds of either doubt and distrust or rationalization and reassurance. And those are some crazy seeds that Trump's anointing anointed and that he's the savior. And, but I do, I do, I would like it though. If he does come out and do somersaults from a black Hawk helicopter, that would be pretty dope. (laughs) Like I'd be down for that. Like he'd have my vote then for sure. Well,
1: this is the thing and and I want to like correct the record so to speak. Not everybody that supports Trump falls into this category. Yeah. And 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 it's like that's the thing where that's where people get messed up by these comments. It's like people don't like that I'm saying this and I understand that. But it's like I'm not saying that everybody that supports Trump falls in this category. I'm not saying that everybody that thinks he would be the right candidate falls in this category. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But what they are saying and suggesting and 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 um, alluding to is that anybody that questions him is disloyal to him. Anybody that questions him must have an ulterior motive, must like DeSantis, must be on the side of the globalists or whatever else. Whereas it's like, no, I'm doing what a person who loves themselves, loves the country and loves the future would do. Yeah. I would tell you the truth to try to get to a better version of you. If you and I were sitting here and you were 300 pounds overweight, I'm not going to tell you that you're beautiful. I'm going to tell you that you're a beautiful person, but you got to fix that stuff. And if I didn't love you, then I wouldn't. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to hold accountable and improve and make better the person that we want to earn our vote, but they can't even handle that. And they hate to hear it because it involves work. Yeah. People don't like hearing things that involve them having to do something, make an effort. Because if you built your whole life and your whole mindset and your whole belief that Trump is the guy, he's my guy, no matter what, you don't want to hear this because that means you got to go back to the drawing board yep. and you got to prove it, you got to answer it and you got to validate why the other one is not better. And that requires time, effort, patience, and the and you have to be, and you have to understand that if... You are a legitimate person. If you are an honest person, if you are the person you're saying that you are and you see something that's not what it is, you have to be willing to cannibalize your audience, your t-shirt sales, and your income for the truth. And if and they don't want to fucking do that, so they don't want to look. They're here. It's the easiest place to be. And that's what frustrates me. It's like, I'll lose every dollar that I make from this shit. I could lose every follower as long as i'm true to myself, true to the message and true to my intent and my and my and i believe that my message will stand the test of time. and it's like you want to unfollow me now? fine. i'm i'm not in this for followers, i'm yeah. not in this for money. no. these are necessary components of of a distributed message, but i'm not willing to lie to keep them or grow them.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And and I was looking in at your page today and you had posted a really awesome video just kind of like about what you do, a little bit of kind of a promo video, really great quality, I loved it. And yeah. you're talking about who is Bobby Sausalito and you're talking about like, you're not in this for the money, you're just here to get the message. If you have one follower, it doesn't matter. Well, you're saying right here in August 2020, and one of your political rants took off on Instagram getting 60,000 views and you only had a 1,000 followers at the time, you were just frustrated with what was going yeah. on in America. And so you made a video, you were just doing it because you wanted to get your voice out, and then it went viral. And that's kind of, that's that's how you got your start then, I guess, right? Like a couple years yes. ago. And it's that authenticity that you took off on. And you speaking your this truth about what you're discovering and seeing, especially now that you're so devoted to doing research and doing this full-time, Like, this is the way you started. This is your foundation. So like you said, like, you're going to be true to how you were before and how you are now. And just because you have a bigger audience, you're not going with the wind or going with the sails. And I just, I think that's awesome. And I think that that actually makes you stronger. It makes me want to, me want to listen to you even more.
1: I appreciate it. And I think that that's, I think that's what's important to know is like, you know, the older that I get and the older we get, we realize different things about, uh, relationships and what they mean right and it's like i had if i had if you had 50 friends eight years ago and now you have four but the depth of those four far exceeds the total sum of the 50. which would you rather and i think that that's the important thing to understand it's like if somebody like you can see what i'm doing would i rather you Or would I rather 50 people that are just like Trump, no matter what, or, or, or or whatever, you know? And I don't even mean to pigeonhole it, like about it being about Trump because after the, after the primary, it's not going to be. Yeah. So it's like, but it's like, I would rather, I would rather know that I stayed true to myself and, and I would rather have the depth from you than, than 50 people that are just going to rah, rah, because those are the people that I'm losing. Yeah. Those are the people that you're losing. Yeah. Out of 130, out of 153,000 people that are following me on Instagram, and the 300 plus thousand that are following collectively across all of them, it's like I didn't lose half of them. Yeah. I lost a few hundred here and a thousand over here, yeah. and it's like I'd rather lose a thousand that were at the top than and 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 make the other 150,000 or the other five thousand or the other one hundred be like, yo. This is, this is worth, this is why I'm here. And, 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 and the thing is, is that, you know, it's kind of like the people that I idolize the most in the world that I appreciate will never hear how much I appreciate them. You know, how many times have you really gone to somebody and been like, Mm -hmm. yo, and even if, or even had the ability to do so. Yeah. Whereas the people that say that, Opposite are in abundance. Yeah. And it's like, I like I, I was making a video, I was making a video about all the Trump stuff and the trust in the plan. And I was going nuts about it. And a person messaged me because I was like, How do you feel about my content? And they said something that was I found really important that changed my outlook. And they were like, Yo, most people here that follow you aren't trusting the plan. And what you're doing is you're spending time mucking around in the bottom. In the mud, where all those people are, yeah. and you're giving them the attention, but what you're not doing is feeding the people at the top of the pyramid, the people that already know that that's bullshit, yeah. that are looking for that top high tier stuff from you. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. It's like, <laughs> I, I, and it's like, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not talk about the things that matter, but I have to remember that those are the people that have to be fed, the people that follow me like Andy Forsella that has. Three million followers. That's running a a billion dollar business. That's connected to some of the highest tier operators in the world. Am I going to make a video that talks about all the people at the bottom of the pyramid that aren't going to do shit for me? that couldn't care otherwise. Or am I going to try to appeal and provide a piece of value to the person that that I respect more than most? Yeah. And it's like it's like there's ten of those people, and those ten people are worth, for lack of a better word, fifty thousand of the ones that are going to disagree or leave in a second. It's like, if I lose 10 friends to strengthen the bond with one friend, it's worth it. And if we, if we can just stay focused on those things and keep learning and getting better, that's been kind of how I've, I've looked at this.
0: I love that. And I actually had uh, somebody like when I, Made my I have a page called Symbolism Syndrome that I just like talk about like symbolism and call stuff out. It's got like sixty five thousand followers, and that was one where I made that Epstein, Trump, and Zane Post. and then I made of course what yeah. about Clinton, and just like it wasn't just about anyway. It was like the whole concept and the whole topic, and that was where like a, a mass exodus went. But somebody DM me and was like, "Hey, don't don't worry," because I made like a video. Of course, I had to talk, you know, on a, on a live about it or whatever. And someone's like, "Don't you're these five hundred thousand people, whatever, that left you." And like 64,000 people stayed. And yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And then, then like the tweet that I had made about Trump playing both sides that on my personal couch has about 50,500 left. But then again, you know, 49,000 stayed and... That post ended up reaching like it got like 6,000 likes or something. And it's like one of the, you know, it doesn't, and it's not about number. I don't care about f- people. Oh, what's my number online? No, no, you know, whatever. I'm just here living at my house, working in my garden, playing with my dogs. You know what I mean? Online <laughs> is just online. I'm like you. I didn't play, honestly, I did not plan on doing all this. I never planned on having a podcast or I'm like, see my reels and I'm like, what am I doing? Oh my God, I'm 40 years old, like doing these TikTok reels and stuff. But, you know, like it's just, uh, I don't know, it, it's it, the people that hear us, they hear us and they, that's what they're here for. And honestly, like I kind of got people started listening to me in 2020, 2021, too, because I was talking about the COVID stuff and I was talking about the pandemic and all this stuff. And that was really fringe and edgy to say then. It's pretty edgy to talk about Trump right now, but people are going to get it and they're going to come around to it. And like you said, after the primaries are over or whatever, it's going to be onto something else and there'll be another topic to look at. And so... But, but when your foundation stays strong, like, you know, you were talking about and how you've been like, that's what, that's what stays solid through any storm.
1: Yeah. You know, I've, I've told people a million times, they've kind of asked, they're like, what's the tip or what advice do you have? And it's like, the thing that's made this easy for me. And I think probably, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but probably easy for you is, you know, and I I refer to it as this every time it's like, I know what my North star is. I understand the one guiding principle that is why I'm doing it. And it's like, if all else failed and I only had the North star it's mission accomplished. Yeah. So it's like every single time I make any decision, it always goes back. Does this reach follow the North star? Does this go in the direction of why I did it in the first place? Is if it's like, if I believe that this is, one of a variety of reasons that I can give back to the world in my own little way, not that I'm that important, but it's I'm trying. It's like, if, as long as I don't waver from the North Star, the primary focus and objective, then nothing else matters. And it's like, what is the North Star? Distribute the message that could change the way that people think, that's it. I'll yep. do anything that will do that. And whatever, however that leads me, whether I believe it to be right or whether I believe it and they don't believe it, as long as I believe it, and as long as I'm doing the best to give out what I think is the message that needs to be heard, I'm doing all that I can do. Yeah. And if I don't sell as many shirts, well, is the is shirt selling the North Star? Is money the North Star? Is fame the North Star? Is likes the North Star? No. It's distributing a message that can make an impact. Okay. Anything that does that, I'll do. Anything that isn't that, I won't. And I stay peace. I stay at peace in it, no matter what happens. So long as it's always going towards that direction.
0: I love that and and I love that you're a comedian and that you use laughter and comedy to deliver your message I was um, looking through some of my notes from our last episode and we were talking about comedy and you were saying it's the Trojan horse for the truth. And it is. Yeah. And you, I quoted you saying, the court jester was, uh, was the one person who could take the shit to the king. And that's the person who can speak the truth to power. And the comedy angle is like, make them laugh and when their mouth is open, pour the truth in them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. And, and you're doing live comedy and you just did, you said three shows last night.
1: Yeah, I did four shows this weekend. Actually, uh, Friday, Saturday, and then uh, Friday, two shows on Saturday, and then a show last night on Sunday, or two nights ago on Sunday. Yeah, in um, in Florida, one in Naples, two in Fort Lauderdale, and one in Jacksonville. So that was my um, four- 14th stand up show um, in the last tw- just about twelve months. Something that I never thought I would be doing. Really, but it's certainly fun. you never yeah.
0: you never like set out and play. I thought that comedy was what that wasn't like your initial like. Thing?
1: i no i mean because you're so funny kinda,
0: thank you I, <laughs> yeah. I really
1: appreciate it well it's like i always thought that i was funny but i never thought i was um uh objectively funny yeah I, like i thought i was subjectively funny like if you know me that's a funny thing Right, right. observational i didn't know that i could write material and, and perform it on a stage and I, to be honest i never really thought of that as a as the highest and best use of my time. I always thought that like being a business person and as I would refer to it, like a thought leader was where it would be, but I didn't know how to be a thought leader. I knew how to be a business person and to work on my business, but I didn't know where the other piece would come in. And interestingly enough, the thought leadership came on the back of the comedy, which was the thing that I loved and was always interested in, but didn't know how to break into. And I didn't, and I didn't feel like the highest and best use of my time was to be, in clubs every night. Right. And and not to downplay that as a business strategy or someone's dream, it just wasn't my dream. So when this stuff all took off and it and the thought leadership finally showed itself in a non-traditional path, I was like, "Well, how do I how do I extend this? What's the extension of the brand?" And and people kept telling me, "You really should do stand-up." And I just thought to myself, "If this is the way that the message gets out, if this is a way that I could crack into a person that otherwise might not pay attention, this is advancing towards the north star of why i'm doing it in the first place and then if i can apply my business knowledge to it to make it a real business Mm -hmm. and figure out a way to have it sustain itself i'm accomplishing all of the goals having fun developing a new skill set and who knows where it'll take me this just seems like the natural progression so now i'm trying it and it's and it's I think it's a fun way to introduce a person that otherwise wouldn't pay attention or wouldn't listen to political comedy or political anything um to maybe think about it for a second. So I'm I'm really loving that it kind of just came to me like like some Yeah.
0: I love that. And and you know, I've actually kind of tried, you know, adding some humor into my content into my little reels that I make cuz I realized that that's a great way to beat censorship because a lot of yeah. stuff that I'm talking about are just like hot button censored. And so like I made like a, a real I think on for nine eleven this year where I'm like, if another conspiracy theory tries to tell me that jet fuel can't melt steel, beam, steel beams and I'm just sarcastic through the whole thing. And people are like, wait, oh, OK, yeah, she's 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 you know, she gets it and stuff, but. It got out. Then it got sent to a lot of people. I'm like, okay, comedy is a good angle here. And I don't know. I think I'm kind of funny, so yeah. I, you know, I try to like, you know, use that to kind of like get through and get to people. And so I, I think that comedy is an awesome angle. To use when talking about this really serious stuff, too, because nobody just wants to listen to somebody talk about what's going on and da da da. da. I want to laugh when I'm doing it. Like all the stuff that you're saying in this episode, I'm literally like was laughing so hard. And I have a really loud laugh. So I had to like kind of like try to keep it in so people could still hear you. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, like the stuff you're talking about is I- I'm hope really hoping and I think it will reach a lot of people who are listening to this episode and heard it. Some tough stuff they might not. Have wanted to hear about Trump, but maybe they laugh when they heard it. And so, you know, you took advantage of what you say, that opportunity, make them laugh. And when the mouth is open, pour the truth into them.
1: Yeah, I heard that from um Seth Seth Dylan from the Babylon Beast said that quote. And I I forget who oh, they're is so the, funny. Who's the original, yeah. the original person. But he said that and I was just like, yes, that's exactly that's exactly what I have been trying to say. And I thought that that was such a such a nice way of putting it.
0: Well, maybe the real plan is just to make everybody laugh and, you know, to get the message across that way. And it also make your life a lot of fun. And, you know, like gives you this new um, path that you probably never saw that you would be doing at this point in your life. And I'm so glad you're doing it. Thank you so much, Bobby, for coming on and talking to me today. It's been so much fun. And the time, literally, the hour has just flown by. And I yeah. I feel like I was at a live stand-up show myself, Good with VIP <laughs> ticket right here. So thank you for coming on. Let's be friends. Thank you for being a friend. Let everybody know where they can find you and just a little information.
1: Yeah. Um, and the last thing I would would say is like, is if people, if people could recognize that this is an ongoing game that will, I think last the duration of your lifetime. It's one of those, it's like a, it's like, You know, it's like for so many people, for for lack of a better comparison, it's like being physically fit. It's like you could be in the best shape of your life and you don't try for six months and it all is lost. It's a maintenance program. It's a balance program. You can't just go to the gym every day and work hard. You got to find a way to have it be entertaining, whether you're playing a sport or you find a way to enjoy it out in the sun or do it with a friend or whatever. It's part of this thing that you just have to make part of your life in order to be healthy. And I think that this type of discourse and conversation is much in that way. And America is an ongoing battle, an ongoing effort, an ongoing maintenance program that requires the effort and the and the focus of everybody. And that's what I'm trying to do cuz I don't want to listen to this boring stuff. If I can't have fun with it, I'm going to tune out and it's depressing. Yeah. So it's like if we can't figure out a way to make it part of our maintenance program. Think about it, talk about it, joke about it, be ent- have an entertainment, share the word, get other people engaged, get involved, make it part of make it part of our life, contribute our own peace back. Then I think that the future is bright. It's like it's when we give up. It's when we say there's no chance. It's when we say, "Oh, you know, somebody's got to save us, or somebody's got to do something." It can't be me. What can I do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when we lose. So I just hope that more people realize that the what we are trying to do is not something that we're doing out of uh, out of ego, but more out of altruism than anything, and more out of more more out of almost a duty that we feel to, it's like, if, if you're going to listen to me, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that it's worth your time. And it's like, we're not here just being like t-shirt, t-shirt, t-shirt. <laughs> it, it, we're real, like, we're really trying. And yeah. I think that, I think that that stuff is, is hard to fake and people have a good radar for that. So just wanted to say that. Um, they can follow me at followbobby.com is all my links, followbobby.com, take naps on Instagram. And, um, and thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm happy to come back again soon. And I love that. Um, I think that these things these conversations these are mm-hmm. so important yep. and at the very beginning it's like i got i was like real frustrated at the beginning i kind of popped off it's like if somebody watches this they could get very angry by that <laughs> but if they watch it all in context it's like yeah. it's like i'm ripping i'm riffing i'm joking i hope it I hope you don't get offended by it but it's like this stuff is frustrating and sometimes i don't know how else to do it than to just plow it right into your face so hopefully the hopefully it, it, it hopefully it was portrayed in a way that people understand why i Delivered it like that.
0: I understand, and I loved it, and I thought it was awesome. And this is the place for it. This is the place for you, and because this is where I created the podcast, so people can have these conversations. Because that's what we need to do. We don't need to be canceling each other, severing ties. We need to sit down and talk, and and be good statesmen, like you say. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby, for coming on the show. Thank you for being my friend.
1: Likewise, same to you. My pleasure. Talk Talk to you
0: soon.